You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, E.J. Andrews of GSornicouch.com, and I'm not going to lie, I uh, I took the off day today, recording this at 2 a.m. on what is still Monday night, essentially, um, but, um, you know, for those of you who don't know, my work schedule is I go like Tuesdays to Saturdays. So Monday is essentially my Sunday. And with all the work I did yesterday, just trying to like actually get this setup working to be able to continue discussing Blue Jays with y'all, um, I, I did not do a lot today. I, uh, I did some errands. I went to Value Village for the first time in months. Had a very productive time there. Got a couple skirts, a couple tops, so I'm very pleased with myself. Got a copy of FIFA 15 for the Xbox 360, just because the old computer was how I got my soccer fix, and obviously I need something new to do that. So, yeah, I had a very solid day. Did a did a fair amount of things that I need to do. Um, the Blue Jays did do something today, despite it being their off day. So we're going to be talking about that and just kind of contextualizing what it actually means in the bigger picture. Because there's actually a couple of levels to the move that happened with the Blue Jays today. Um, for the second time this season... They have lost an outfielder on waivers after Anthony Alford had been claimed by Pittsburgh earlier this season. Today, uh, it was announced that the Blue Jays had lost Billy McKinney to another NL Central team. Uh, McKinney will join the Milwaukee Brewers. He was immediately optioned to their alternate training site, which... I, I don't specifically have on me, but if what I know about Wisconsin geography is correct, then I think he's in one of the uh, single-A parks, because uh, that's that's usually the area. I, I'm trying to remember what specifically they have. Um... MILB.com is listing it as uh, Fox City Stadium somewhere in Wisconsin. Ah, good job, y'all. Like, at least you got the state right. Um, Fox City is in Grand Chute, Wisconsin. It's home of the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, so there you go. If you were curious the actual name of the town where the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers play. Uh, that's where Billy McKinney is now. And to sum up uh, 
Billy McKinney's time with the Blue Jays. Um, it happened. I mean, he does leave for Milwaukee, having appeared in 122 games for the Blue Jays. He hit 18 home runs in that time, so that's pretty productive for, you know, a full season. Uh, not so productive batting 230 and striking out 105 times. Um, this season, he appeared in two games for Toronto. He went two for three. Uh, with a pair of singles and a run scored. So, I think Billy McKinney's time in Toronto is going to be remembered more for what it wasn't than what it was. And honestly, that's not really any fault of Billy McKinney's because he, he, got, he got put in an awkward position in Toronto. Let's be real. Um... As the guy who had options, he was the guy shuttling back and forth to Buffalo and never really got a chance to just settle in with the big club. Derek Fisher's been afforded that opportunity, but Billy McKinney never really got that shot, and the sniper has been dismissed. So, what does that say about the Blue Jays? And it I'm going to attack this on a couple of fronts because there are a couple of ways that you can look at the Billy McKinney departure. And I'll do the negative one first because I I was positive at the beginning, so I'll I'll do the I'll do the negative sandwich sort of thing. Billy McKinney is going to be used by haters of Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro doesn't matter what they do. They'll say, well, look what they got for J-Hap. It was garbage. And, you know, they're not wrong. Billy McKinney and Brandon Drury did not make much of an impact for the Blue Jays. It's, it's sad, but true. I mean, we saw what Brandon Drury looked like. Didn't get a chance to see really what Billy McKinney looked like at this point. But the fact remains that people who before the season were like, they traded Josh Donaldson for a guy who can't even get on the mound. They obviously had that arrow taken out of the quiver, but they still have the J-Hap deal. And it's it's basically a flawed argument uh, for a couple reasons. One, as I mentioned... The Blue Jays got 122 games of Billy McKinney. And I'm quickly trying to get the exact number on Brandon Drury's time with the Blue Jays. Because he, he's actually had a fairly long career. But Brandon Drury, in his time with Toronto, despite the negative war... Um, he contributed 149 games to the Blue Jays. So that is a combined, and I'm going to try and do quick math here, 271 games over three seasons that the Blue Jays acquired for 11 games of J-Hap. 
And you have to remember at the time, Jay Happ was an impending free agent. So it was no sure thing that the Yankees would extend that value by re-signing him. But um, for those 11 games, that's the cost you have to figure in for this trade. The Blue Jays got far more back in that playing time, in, in that inning-soaking time that Brandon Drury and Billy McKinney provided to the team. And I, I can still hear them. I can still hear the critics like, well, you traded away Kendall Williams to get Ross Stripling. You should have gotten prospects for Hap. Again, very different spots. And it's, just, it's the same reason why they acquired McKinney and Drury. Control. They had a half a season left of Jay Hap. 11 games. That's all the Yankees got in 2018. Ross Stripling is under team control until 2023. That's a good amount of time for a guy who's proven himself to be a capable swing man at the MLB level. That's why Kendall Williams gets traded. And according to Ross Atkins, Williams was kind of down on their depth chart anyway. So, no big loss. And I said as much when the, when the trade happened. Like, you can't judge prospects for what they're going to be. You have to let them play out. Because, I mean... Said, what did Colorado get for Troy Tulowitzki? They got Jeff Hoffman, who's a career minus war. They got Miguel Castro, who's on his fourth team. They got Jesus Tinoco, who I believe was released. I think he might have been in the 60 man pool this year, but hasn't really made an impact. Detroit arguably fared better with what it got for David Price. You know, they got Daniel Norris and Matt Boyd, who have been. You know, pitchers at the major league level to varying degrees of success. But the cost opportunity was there. And the Blue Jays did not have a lot of leverage with Ahab, so they got what they could. It turned out to be enough for the time period when they were necessary. And that's going to lead very nicely into the other point I have to make about the Billy McKinney DFA that I will make after I refuel, thanks to the sponsors at Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I had one earlier today. Actually, I was really happy. I've lost 13 pounds during quarantine time, which is pretty good for me. And I'm trying to keep it off. And Boat Bars help with that. Um, they have 18 flavors, including original ones like coconut almond, German chocolate, mint brownie, salted caramel. I mean, German chocolate is awesome. I love that one. And then new flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp, and carrot cake with walnuts. You're not going to get that in any kind of bar. You're only going to get these in built bars because they're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew and they help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat because they're low calorie, they're low sugar, they they're all under 200 calories, all under 5 grams of sugar. They're high in protein. They're high in fiber. If you're doing the keto thing, I commend you. These are perfectly fine for it. 
So go to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. So use that promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com and get you some protein bars that taste good. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Billy McKinney is gone. We're officially mourning him on the podcast. I was my initial plan for this was to do like a, a recap for all the Raptors fans. We're just turning into baseball now that the Raptors have been eliminated. Um so feel free to listen to some of the other episodes, y'all, if you if you need to catch up. Um they go by pretty quick. So Billy McKinney's departure is a positive thing. Where the Blue Jays. And I know a lot of you are... Well, not a lot of you. A lot of you are smart. You're really smart people. You tune into this podcast. You listen to me talk. So you're you're well-educated. And know the subtleties and the nuance. But, you know, you'll see the people online who are like, Oh, Billy... No big loss. Billy McKinney sucked. And... They have a point that Billy McKinney did not perform well during his time with the Blue Jays. But to complain that, you know, Billy McKinney was essentially lost for nothing, which I have seen people be like, well, why didn't we get anything for Daniel Vogelbach? Dude still had an 077 batting average. That's why. But... Billy McKinney's departure is a sign that the Blue Jays are moving on to the next phase. And I know a lot of y'all are just like, well, yeah, they're in the playoff hunt. Of course they are. Yeah, but you can chalk up this playoff run as just like a weird uh, anomaly season in the history of Major League Baseball. I mean, do you think the Rockies or the Giants are are going to be celebrating they got a playoff spot. Like, ultimately, it's not going to change what their plan is because there are different kind of benchmarks to different teams and their plans. And for the Blue Jays, what Billy McKinney's departure means is that they don't have to go after the Billy McKinney's anymore. They don't have to go after the Brandon Drury's. They don't have to go after these filler post-hype guys who they want to hit. They, Their fingers crossed, maybe they do something, only to be disappointed when they do nothing. I mean, the extreme case of that was Socrates Brito, and I don't think y'all need me to tell you what a mistake that was. Socrates Brito, he, he's a AAA player forever. But officially moving on from Billy McKinney means that they don't have to do that because they have the talent necessary to replace Billy McKinney's of the world with something much better. They don't have to keep hold of him on the roster. They have the talent coming either via trade or via the minor leagues. And the minor leagues is what they've been trying to do since they got to Toronto. They've been trying to churn that pipeline. And I know y'all are saying like, like, well, the outfield prospects aren't there. You're still going to give Forrest Wall more run than Billy McKinney at this point with the way the Blue Jays are constructed, especially if Teoscar Hernandez is coming back. 
You want a guy who can play all three outfield positions. That's why Jonathan Davis is still on this roster, because Jonathan Davis gives you that value defensively that Billy McKinney never could. Billy McKinney was a power hitter who couldn't hit consistently for power. That's what Rowdy Telez was before he started showing signs of improvement under Dante Bichette and Guillermo Martinez. And the Blue Jays don't have to wait and see if McKinney can figure it out. You just let him go. Because he's unnecessary now. And the fact that the Blue Jays are at that point where they don't have to wait on guys like that, that's a good thing. It means this team is, is ready to take that next step. It means the pipeline is flowing. It means that quality and quality now is the important thing as opposed to what someone might be. They don't have to wait anymore. And if Milwaukee wants to keep doing that, more power to Milwaukee. Not going anywhere. It's their turn to start hoping the Billy McKinney's and the Daniel Vogelbachs of the world can find it. Because the Blue Jays are done living that life. Except for Derek Fisher, of course. But, point is, they're, they're getting off that ride. And that is progress for the Blue Jays. This is progress for me. I'm back to, you know, hopefully doing these nightly. Um, I mean, I might even get one out tomorrow morning. Who knows? It's a brand new world we're living in. If you want to keep track of how that world is coming along here on the podcast, both with myself and the Blue Jays, you can do so by subscribing on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, however you get podcasts. You can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at LockedOnJays, and you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are in there because, and say it with me, Twitter is dumb. So dumb. But it keeps me in touch with y'all. So it's good in some ways. So anyway, we'll be back tomorrow to tee up a three-game series with the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. Blue Jays are leading that season series, so hopefully they can maintain that advantage. So until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.